This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome to the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga. It's our first podcast of 2019. Uh, in a moment, we'll be joined by Paul Hoynes from Cleveland.com, our tribe beat writer. But first, I had a chance to talk to Austin Controllis, the communications manager for the Cleveland Indians. The Indians are getting ready for Tribe Fest coming up on Saturday, and Austin gave us the rundown on what to expect. So uh, let's hear from Austin and what is going to be going down at the Huntington Convention Center downtown Cleveland this Saturday with Tribe Fest. And we're joined by Austin Controllis, the manager of communications with the Indians, and we're getting ready for uh, Tribe Fest coming up this weekend. Austin, you, you got to be uh, you know going out of your mind busy getting ready for this weekend, huh? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty insane. We uh, have been back from holiday break for about three days, it feels like, and uh, before you know it, uh, baseball is back in Cleveland at the uh, convention center downtown, January twelfth, with Tribe Fest, and and really with all, you know, the big names on the Indians roster, and it should be a great day uh, in the middle of winter to have baseball back here in Cleveland. Well, yeah, it's it's sort of, uh, you know, the weather outside lately has been a little warmer. It got people thinking and feeling, and, and now all the uh, all, all the ballplayers are coming back uh, to town for, at least for this weekend, just to, to, to be able to, to, to see your favorite guys, and, and most of the, the, the names on the roster are, uh, are going to show up at, at, at this, uh, this event. You get a chance to meet all the new players that the Indians have brought in, you know, your uh, guys like Carlos Santana, uh, who, who might be familiar yeah. to some people already, but uh, who, who else do you, do, you, do you plan on having there uh, at the event? And, you know, I know it's subject to change, but there's, there's a lot of, you know, the big names are there. Yeah, really, we really do have all the big names. Uh, Francisco Lindor, Jose Ramirez, you know, our whole pitching staff uh, with Trevor Bauer, Corey Kluber, Carlos Carrasco, Mike Clevenger, Shane Bieber. Um, and then you mentioned those new guys. Jake Bowers is going to be there. Um, we just got him from Tampa Bay. And then uh, Kevin Plowecki from the New York Mets, who's coming in as a catcher. Uh, you know, we acquired him on Sunday, and he's already agreed that he's going to be here uh, on Saturday at Tribe Fest. So uh, it really, really is a great opportunity um, to see all your old favorites and, and then meet some of the new guys this year. Uh, and, you know, for just $10 to get in, uh, and get to take part in all these activities and kind of be up close and personal uh, with these guys uh, in a way that you really can't do during the regular season. Um, it's just such a really cool opportunity. And then on top of that, you know, we have our autograph sessions available, uh, $35 a ticket, uh, and those are still available, indians.com slash tribefest. Uh, and for $35, that guarantees you a couple autographs uh, from some guys on the roster. So, uh, you know, really, really good lineup, I think. This year, and then, you know, we have our alumni with Carlos Bayerga, Lenny Barker, and Kenny Lofton, which is just a cherry on top. Wow. Uh, that's, a, that's a heck of a lineup there, the, the alumni guys. Uh, like you said, Indians.com slash TribeFest, uh, $10 ticket gets you in the door. Uh, 12.30 is the public session. I know there's a, an earlier session for season ticket holders, but uh, 12.30 to 7.30 at the convention center, the Huntington Convention Center of Cleveland. I'm sorry, I want to make sure I say that right. Uh, 
last year the event moved to that that venue and it just sort of yeah. blew out. it blew it out man it was that was i really feel like the the event found a home there in in, in that location with just the the amount of space and and the the way that it was be able to be presented you know the the autograph sessions were were sort of in you know a, a separate area where you could you could really sort of interact with the players and 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 then to have the the big sort of the the, the baseball diamonds in the middle of the the floor yeah. there and the <laughs> the pitching machines you guys constructed a, a like a, a little field of dreams right in the middle of the field how how did that all come about yeah i, I mean it's pretty amazing and, and i'll kind of walk you back i mean back in 2015 we were we were doing tribe fest uh, underneath the stadium, mm -hmm. uh, in kind of the USA Gateway area that connects the the Quicken Loans Arena with our field, and to see kind of where it's gone and and the transformation it's taken. We've been in a couple of hotels the last couple of years, uh, but then last year, like you said, to be in the convention center with all that space, um, it just gave us such a huge map uh, to kind of play with, and so it really allows for all these really cool interactive fan activities, um, some great stuff for kids, whether that's you know, batting cages, pitching cages, um, a stealing home challenge, that giant training diamond that's going to be back again this year, um, and kids are going to have the opportunity to be on the diamond with, with some of their favorite, you know, Cleveland Indians players there, kind of giving them pointers, just playing with them, um, and then also just some really cool performance training areas. Uh, and the great thing about this year, it being our second year there, um, you know, we have a really good idea now of how we want to utilize the space. Uh, and on top of that, with All-Star Week coming this year to Cleveland, a lot of those festivities are going to take place around the convention center downtown. Mm -hmm. um, so this, this Fan Fest is really going to be a great sneak peek uh, at some of the activations you're also going to see during All-Star Week. And I know, uh, you know folks who show up at, at Tribe Fest this weekend who have a mind to, to want to volunteer for uh, All-Star Weekend and, and take part in that, in, in that way uh, can also maybe sign up and, and do, do that as well, right? Yeah, that's a really cool thing and a really cool opportunity that, you know, hasn't really gotten out there yet is, is if you do want to be part of All-Star Week, um, you know, MLB every year uses, you know, thousands of volunteers from the cities they're in, uh, and this is your first chance to sign up as a volunteer for All-Star Week uh, and really get involved, which should be a, with, involved with a, a really cool week in downtown Cleveland kind of right around July 4th. So uh, this is your first opportunity to sign up. There is going to be a table there. Um, you know, at TriFest, along with other tables for, you know, season tickets, if you're still looking to maybe get early access to opening day and, and some of the all-star game activities. Um, and, and, you know, just a couple other really cool uh, tables and activities with some great information that you usually wouldn't get if you were just here at the ballpark. A couple things I want to, uh, uh, you know, go back and just go over really quickly for anybody who's listening. Again, we're talking with Austin Contrillis, the uh, uh, communications manager for the Indians. Uh, just uh, the the autograph process, and you know, it's a thirty-five dollar ticket separate from yep. uh, the ten dollar ticket. What does that get you if you sign up for a thirty-five dollar ticket? Uh, what are you guaranteed in that? Uh, you, know, you know, with that purchase. Yeah, of course. So uh, as you mentioned, ten dollar general admission ticket, and that gets you in the one thirty to seven thirty p.m. general session um, for the second half of the day. Uh, and then once you purchase that online, you're going to see uh, access to. Uh, that $35 autograph session ticket. Uh, some of those sessions are already sold out, but there are a limited amount of tickets left, so we really are recommending that people get online, indians.com slash tribefest, and get those autograph session tickets before they sell out. But that's guaranteeing you, um, you know, two to three autographs for $35 right there 
you know, from some of your favorite players. There's even the alumni uh, session. So if you do the alumni session, you know you're getting Carlos Bayerga, uh, Len Barker, and Kenny Lofton uh, right there because those are the three alumni that are going to be there. So, um, you know, it's just a great opportunity to guarantee those autographs. Obviously, you're going to get to interact with the guys throughout the day if you have that $10 uh, general admission ticket. But it's not like those guys are really going to be signing when they're out there kind of doing these interactive activities. So that autograph session really guarantees you getting one autographed item, you know, of your choice. Right. We've seen some pretty cool things autographed over the years. Yeah, and, you know, I've seen people bringing in bases and bats and all sorts of stuff like that, and that's that's one of the things at the security checkpoint. You're, you will be allowed to bring in a bat to get it autographed, but uh, you, whereas normally you wouldn't be able to do something like that at the ballpark. Right, right, exactly. So uh, that's really cool. And um, just some other things that we're doing that really, you know, focus on the, the personalized, uh, personalization, excuse me, of our of our players and kind of their character out there on the field and some of the things you know them for. Um, Jose Ramirez is going to be playing some uh, Mario Kart <laughs> against some fans in our, in our video game station, so that's going to be a really cool opportunity. Uh, and then on top of that, we're actually holding a whole cleat design competition all day. Um, and something that's kind of really taken off around Players Weekend in Major League Baseball is the opportunity for our players to, you know, wear customized cleats and have customized bats. And, um, you know, Mike Clevenger really took advantage of that last year. Mm-hmm. Had some really cool Disney-themed uh, cleats made right. uh, by a local cleat artist here in Cleveland. Uh, and he's actually going to be on site with Mike Clevenger at TribeFest designing a pair of cleats uh, while kids are going to have the opportunity to draw their own design. Uh, and Mike Clevenger is actually going to handpick his favorite design, and whoever wins is going to get their own pair of personalized cleats brought to life. So wow. that's uh, just a really unique opportunity that we've never had before and should be a really, really cool thing to see. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, you know, with the expansion, with all the, the other opportunities, what, what, what uh, from last year, what was your, you know, sort of favor what stood out for you particularly um you know i was it the puppies was it the video games what what uh <laughs> the, the, go ahead the puppies are a pretty good one and uh they are coming back this year and it makes some great photo ops favorite um you know i i really love that that huge training diamond mm-hmm. um just the the fact that you're able to utilize the convention center and that huge space and then you put this giant training diamond um, you know, right in the middle of it. You know, it's something when I was a kid growing up, I would love going to ballparks that had those mini diamonds in them mm-hmm. uh, because I wasn't strong enough to hit home runs in Little League. So uh, <laughs> I felt pretty cool when uh, I was able to put one out on a on a training diamond. Well, um, and you know, so I think that's a really great opportunity. And I know Matt Cada and the uh, the staff with the uh, the youth baseball development, uh, you know, staff there with the Indians uh, is is on site and, and we'll be working with them as well as the players i mean you never know your kid might step out on the field and you know jose ramirez might, might be there you know showing him how to lead off and steal a base yeah uh cory kluber could be throwing you batting practice so uh <laughs> you know you never know what you're going to get with TriFest, and i think i think that's part of the fun of it uh you know our players are on you know different rotations different schedules uh and you know we're doing everything we can to get them involved in interacting uh, with everyone that's there, and there's there's always some fun surprises that you just kind of could never dream of um, throughout the day. And the fact that, you know, it's during the winter months, uh, and I think it's actually going to feel like winter come Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, according to some weather reports I've, I've heard, you know, $10 gets you inside all day. Uh, great opportunity to bring the kids, wear them out, 
they could be in bed by eight, and you could be enjoying the rest of your Saturday night. So, um, yes. not a bad deal for ten bucks. Spoken like a parent of uh, young young children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, but I, you know, I wanted to mention it's it's something that it spans you know real serious fans who want to go there and specifically get autographs and, and are real serious about about the team. All the way to you know families with little kids. It, you know there are concessions there. Uh, there's plenty of bathrooms and and you know spaces for for people to spread out and if you know if you if you need to take junior off to the side for a minute you can do that and not be a disruption uh it's it, it's a really great venue and the the event last year i thought was was the best uh the best one i had attended uh and, and it should be uh you know even better this year yeah you know it's our seventh annual and we're we're looking to be bigger and better every year so uh we hope to accomplish that uh and you know, uh, like you said, I mean, the venue—the venue from last year to this year—and it being at the convention center, you know, if you've experienced one before, I mean, this is like, this is this isn't like anything else. Just the amount of space we have—you don't feel crowded. Um, you know, the lines don't get in the way of the other activities, uh, and there's just so much to do. I mean, we have all those baseball activities, but we also have face painters, balloon artists. There's going to be a magic show. You know, there's a kids' stage dedicated to kids programming all throughout the day. Uh, and that's separate from our key bank main stage. So, uh, you know, there's just there's so much for everyone uh, of every age that it's it's just a great all-inclusive event. And and maybe we'll get some answers from uh, from some of the uh, from Antonetti and Chernoff and uh, uh, you know Francona about about some of these questions that the uh, the, the fans all <laughs> hey, have right gonna, now. It's hey, be you, around. You never they'll know be around the area, so you never know. <laughs> you never know. All right, uh, one more <laughs> one more time. It's Indians.com/slash/tribefest. Uh, yep. tickets online, uh, nothing at the, at the gate, right? Uh, uh, we actually, there are, there is the opportunity at the door. Oh, uh, okay. if you are an absolute last minute decision maker, uh, you can get general admission tickets at the door. Uh, if there are autograph session tickets available, uh, which we expect there to be very few, mm-hmm. um, those would be made available at the door, but we really recommend if you're, if you're coming for autographs, get online now, uh, and get those autograph session tickets early. And like you said, Indians.com slash TribeFest, $10 to get in the door, $35 for those autograph sessions. All right, Austin, we r- really appreciate uh, you coming on and, and, and telling us all about uh, this weekend's TribeFest. Uh, hopefully we see a lot of, uh, of fans and we'll bump into you out there. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a, a hectic, crazy, awesome day. It is, it is. Thanks for having me, Joe. Go Trap. All right, we're now joined by Paul Hoynes, our Tribe beat writer. Paul, uh not a not a whole lot of big news lately, but uh, Sunday the Indians did make they pulled off the rare Sunday trade. I guess <laughs> uh, uh, you, you could say they they addressed a need in, behind the plate at catcher, acquiring uh, Kevin Plowicki from the New York Mets in exchange for a couple of uh, minor leaguers uh, coming back to the Mets. Uh, the Indians. Get Plowicki, who's uh, was a number one draft pick of the Mets at one time, and and now he's he's going to be backing up Roberto Perez. Yeah, I think it's it's a, a move they had to make, Joe. Uh, nothing against Eric Haas, uh, who you know, at, before they made this deal with the Mets, looked like the, you know Perez's backup. But I think they needed some experience there. This guy's you know parts of four different seasons in the big leagues with the Mets. Like you said, a former number one pick, pretty good, has a good reputation for handling the staff. Uh, got a little bit of pop. So, you know, I feel better about him and Perez going into the season than I did with Perez and Haas. And that's no knock on Haas. I think he'll get a shot. Um, 
you know, he's got options left. He can go back to Columbus. Uh, and if they get, there's an injury, you, you bring him up. But I just thought they were kind of barren, you know, in, in the catching department after, you know, trading Jan Gomes and uh, trading uh, Francisco Mejia uh, during the season last year. And that's, that's what uh, Chris Antonetti said. It was to address the depth with it, not just on the, the major league roster right now, but within the organization really at, at catcher, uh, you know, they, they, they had a draft pick, a high draft pick. Uh, I believe their first round pick last year was, was a catcher. Um, but it, it, you know, he's years away. He's from a high league. school kid. So yeah. he's, yeah, he was in you know, Arizona uh, rookie league. Noah Naylor, I believe. Yeah. Name. Noah Naylor. He's, he's, he's a long way away. I mean, a good hitter. They love him, but you know, he's four or five years away. All right. And, uh, you know, other than that, the, the Indians really haven't – if if fans are, are logging on to the podcast, listening and, and waiting for the other shoe to drop in terms of a trade or, or anything like that, what can you tell us, uh, what can you update us on in terms of uh, any starting pitchers moving or any other pieces, parts uh, on the, the major league roster? Yeah, it, it's uh, – you know, it's it's really kind of – I think they're kind of stuck. Uh, they're they're, they're kind of, you know, they're, they've got two ways to go. Uh, they've got, you know, as, as any fan knows of the Indians, they've got a ton of holes on this roster. You know, it's been ravaged by uh, trades, free agency, cost cutting. You know, you, you, they don't have one guy that can be considered an everyday starter in the outfield. Uh, there's no really legitimate setup man in the bullpen. Um, you know, so there's, there's a lot of questions on this roster. And if they want to fill them, you know, by by one swooping trade, it would be you know trade Kluber or Bauer. You know, I think they could they could go a long way in doing that. Uh, you know, but the closer we get to the to you know to the start of camp, perhaps you know that's cooled. You know, the talk of cl- trading those guys, or you know now or you know there, that's one route to trade those guys. And a second step would be uh, to try to patch it together, like uh, with Plowicki, uh, deals like that. You know free agent signings, you know, the second or third tier guys or make, you know, they've made so they've made a bunch of trades this year. I mean, this winter, um, but, you know, I think that, you know, unless they start trading guys, you know, at, at in the hot, you know, their top prospects, you know, I, I, I don't see them, um, you know, Tristan McKenzie, uh, you know, guys like that. I, you know, I don't see how they really make a big impact trade here. Perhaps, you know, the one thing is kind of sitting out there. Maybe they sign. I think they've got to sign an outfielder, Joe. I, I, I just I, I can't see them going into the season like this. So maybe, you know, they kind of bite the bullet and, and, and sign a, a second-tier outfielder. And somebody's drifting around out there, you know, up to a one-year deal, and uh, they go from there. But, you know, they've got two options right now. You trade a big guy and make the big trade, or you patch this uh, roster you know, going into a training camp. And uh, meanwhile, in the AL Central, you've got the Twins who've, who've made signings. They've, they've been making moves uh, all throughout the offseason. They signed Jonathan Scope. They, they signed Blake Parker uh, in, in the bullpen. They traded for, uh, for Nelson Cruz. Uh, or was it a trader? Was he, he was a, a free agent. Oh, he was a free agent, yeah. yeah. And uh, they acquired C.J. Cron. Uh, so you know they got they they got some bats coming back to them. They got uh, some bullpen help, uh, and and even the White Sox adding John Jay the other night. Uh, it looked to be maybe trying to position themselves to sign Manny Machado. 
the the rest of the division is sort of sensing that the Indians are maybe in neutral. Is is, is that safe to say? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. There's blood in the water in the AL Central, and you know the there's fins to the left and fins to the right. <laughs> so uh, you know they've uh, you know uh, and you know the, the White Sox added Herrera, Calvin Herrera, mm-hmm. you know, back into the bullpen. I I, there, I know there's questions about his health. He might not be ready until April. But, uh, you know, that's another big arm for, for that bullpen. Uh, I, I question uh, whether the Twins have the rotation to stay with the Indians. Uh, but they certainly have the bats, especially if, you know, Sa- Miguel Sano. Sano comes around and re- returns to form. And Eddie Rosario always, always beats up the Indians. He, they, those, they can't get him out. Uh, yeah, and, double every at-bat for Eddie Rosario. And with the moves they've they've made, that that's a dangerous that's that was a dangerous offense, and now it's mm-hmm. even more so. So you know, obviously, the, you know, they 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 see what the Indians are going through. They they see the Indians are kind of you know at that crossroads where they've got to make a decision, and uh, and you know, when do they pull the ripcord, or do they pull the ripcord, or can this front office navigate this way their way through this uh, kind of semi-rebuilding period while, while still contending. That, and that's, that's a really, really difficult thing to do. Is, is, there, is there a chance that maybe we don't know, there, there's something that's obvious that we're missing right here? Is it, you know, are they making these moves with maybe an eye towards Lindor in a couple of years? Is this, or, or is this just a desperate, you know, situation right now with the, just the finances of, of the team the way it is in the present? Well, I- I don't know. I, you know, I, I guess they could be, uh, you know, with Lindor, maybe they're trying to save some money, but you know, Joe, I, whatever Machado and Harper get, you know, Lindor is that's, he's double back yeah. on that baby. Right. So uh, I, I think that's a, that's a, that's an, another entity, you know, you, you push that over to the side. And if I, if you're Chris Antonetti and, and Mike Chernoff and you concentrate on 2019 and trying to make this the best team you can, because, you know, it takes two to tango, right? And uh, I, I've I've gotten the impression that uh, there there is not a lot of feedback coming from Lindor's side of the aisle here to uh, regarding a long term deal, right? And and he's always you know he'll he'll show up to Tribe Fest and he'll you know play the game. Oh yeah, the way he's supposed to, you know, and and he's he's perfect for 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 the club and all that. It's it's just you know it's tough to to nail down that. Uh, Get him, you know, get him to come to the table and, and nail him down to a a, a, a contract or, or anything. And, and what are you going to pay the guy? Wants to talk contract with him. Yeah. And what are you going to pay the guy? You know, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you don't even know. I think you've definitely got to wait till till this free agent mm-hmm. class gets gets signed. You know, Machado and and uh, and Harper get signed, and then right. they've got some place to work from. But you know, if this guy stays healthy for three more years and stays as productive as he has been, I mean, I, they might trade him before he, you know, he becomes eligible that's, for free. That's the most likely scenario. But I also see, you know, just in sort of third party watching the, the Machado and Harper thing, uh, maybe they're starting to come, come back and come down just a little bit. I don't yeah. think they're both going to get $300 million contracts. I don't think that's going to happen. One might, or one might come close, but I, I think, uh, you know, they started off this, this off season and this free agent, you know, sort of period with these high aspirations. And I think reality is sort of starting to set in and it's maybe a little bit of what happened last year in the off season is sort of carried over into this year as well. 
Yeah, I, you know, I don't think it affects guys like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the guys like at the bottom mm-hmm. of the free agent class in the middle, in the middle to the bottom, guys like Melky Cabrera, you know, even Cody Allen's kind of caught in that, you know, that, that backwash right, right. now. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah. I, I think that, that's where the, that's who, those are the guys who are going to get hurt by this. Allen may be sort of waiting to see or, you know, they're maybe holding off on him until Adam Adovino signs somewhere as, a, as another right-hander setup guy. That, right. And, you know, you know, you know, uh, you know Zach Britton signed, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, uh, who's, who's the closer for the Red Sox? Uh, you know, he's, yeah, he's still out there. So, but I think, I think he might be the last guy to sign. He's, 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 he's you know, he's Boris's guy. He's looking – you know, supposedly looking for a $100 million contract. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we did mention Tribe Fest coming up this weekend. How awkward with, with all this trade talk and with all these all this speculation, and you know once you let a couple thousand fans into the mix and, and they're signing autographs all day, uh, how awkward is it going to be for Trevor Bauer or Corey Kluber to have to answer those same questions over and over with every fan they meet for – you know, eight hours in a day on, on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I would think, you know, that's why I think this thing may be coming to a head. You know, there's two ways of looking at that. Uh, you know, I'm sure if you're Tito Francona, you would like this uh, situation, you know, settled one way or the other before you come to camp, you, before you come to camp with and have your rotation together and you, you've got your guys, you know you're going to open a, open the season with your, your five guys. Um, and, but if you're Chris Antonetti, I don't think you're going to put a deadline on yourself. You know, there's, uh, you know, tribe fest. Okay. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe that's an artificial deadline, but I think you, you know, you can live through that. If you have to talk, if, uh, you know, if uh, Bauer and, and Kluber have to bob and weave for a couple hours, you know, so be it. And then, then you, you, do you get in, then you get into camp and uh, they usually don't make trades, big trades in camp. The last I was trying to think about this. The last big trade I think they made in spring training is when they traded Kenny Lofton. I mean, one of the big that, that's, right. that sticked out in my mind when they traded Kenny Lofton to uh, to, to Atlanta, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. and you know you got uh, uh, Marquise Grissom and and David Justice back, and that was in camp. You know, so hey, if the was, season works out that way, the same that, that way, then uh, you know, we're not in bad shape if uh, if they go to Game Seven of the World Series again. But I think you know they've got those. If you're Antonetti and Chernoff, you got to you can't. You've got to stay fluid. You've got to keep listening to offers, and uh, you've got to keep. Is this making you better this year and two years down the road? You know, you've got to keep your options open. All right. Well, we'll keep our options open here uh, as we we move forward. Uh, Tribe Fest coming up this weekend. We'll we'll both be there uh, looking for uh, anybody with a story, uh, any fans, uh, you know, interacting with the Indians. Uh, just maybe we maybe we just position ourselves next to Trevor Bauer's autograph table and just wait <laughs> for the sparks to fly. Yeah. The way things are going on Twitter over the last couple of days, uh, Trevor's having himself a moment again. So I uh, saw. You know, it's going to be interesting. I saw that little interview, I guess, Trevor did with Leonis Martin. Yeah, what's, what's, what's with Trevor Bauer trying Trevor to take Bauer our job? Order. <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> he, got the, he got the scoop on everybody. But I'd, that's the guy I want to talk to is, is Martin. Leonis yeah, Martin, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, Trevor Bauer has stated in the past that he wants to build a media empire. Well, I mean, 
he's going to, he's going to literally be eating off of our plate. He's taking the food away from, uh, you know, our, our dinner table by, by doing our job. I, I can't believe Trevor Bauer, that the audacity <laughs> yeah. of, of some people just to, to sit there and, and, and do interviews when, Oh, Good for him. Good for great. him. <laughs> Do them all. That's great. Maybe Trevor can interview himself post game. Uh, during yeah, this. yeah. Now let's just see him doing it on deadline. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, Heinze, we will uh, be in touch uh, next week on the on the. Maybe we'll learn something at Tribe Fest that you know we'll we'll have that that one you know big revelation there. Maybe Antonetti will get up there and, and reveal his master plan and. Uh, and set all the fans' minds at ease. Uh, if that happens, then we'll we'll be be, be there to report on it. Yeah, I just, yeah, Joe. Yeah, I mean, they got some work to do, as, as Francona told you from the from the you know that that conference call at the golf tournament. Yeah. All right, Paul. Talk to you later. All right, Joe.